Hello and welcome to the Standard of Hope podcast with Daryl Ragsdale. This is a weekly podcast that we hope will encourage, empower, and inspire you to live your best life using biblical principles. We believe, as the Bible says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Therefore, you were not created to be average or mediocre. You were created to be extraordinary and to have an extraordinary life. Join us as we learn to strive for our extraordinary. Over the next few weeks, as we begin our Living Through Crisis series, we will be talking about holding the line. Well, what does holding the line mean? When training for warfare, the first thing we must learn is how to hold the line. We must learn how to not give any ground, even in rough and tough situations. Many of us have been allowing the enemy to run free in our lives, to advance to the point that sin and transgression has taken over. But right now, it is time to take back our lives. We must draw our proverbial line in the sand and declare to the enemy that his advance stops here and he will go no further. We must and we will hold the line. I will be the standard that God has called me to be in this time. I refuse to fall back any further. I have been given the authority I need, the strength I need, the fortitude I need to hold the line in Jesus name. Many people have been taught sword play and how to use your praise as a weapon, but we fail to endure the storms of life because we have not been taught to hold the line. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 6 and 16 that above all, taking the shield of faith with which we shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Now, why would Paul put a premium on the shield of faith over all the other pieces of armor? It's not as flashy or visible as the sword or helmet. So why would he say above all? Because more than any other piece of armor, the shield is used to halt the advance of the enemy. The enemy will come in swinging and rushing and roaring like a mighty lion. And only with our faith will we be able to hold the line. I won't give up and I won't give any ground because I not only believe in God, but I believe God when he says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I will hold the line. These words are a battle cry to soldiers on the front lines of war. They are meant to have those who hear to dig in deeper, to find a resolve, a reserve of strength to not give another inch to the enemy. It is meant to encourage the soldier not to give up, not to retreat, not to surrender and not to let the enemy in. Right now, with everything going on in this world and with how hard the enemy is attacking our families, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs to hold the line. Don't give up now. Our enemy has taken too much ground already, but today is the day we stop him in his tracks. Not another step. Not another step in our lives, not another step in our families, not another step in our communities, not another step in our minds or in our hearts, not one more step. Today and every day going forward, we will hold the line. Our scripture for today and over the next few weeks will be coming from Isaiah 59 and 19. And a portion of it reads, when the enemy shall come in like a flood. The spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. The key word here is standard, and it is defined as those morals, ethics, habits, etc. 
established by authority as acceptable. Now, notice that it doesn't say God will stop the enemy. It says that he will lift up a people that will be the standard while in the flood. He isn't stopping the flood, but he will grow a people that will show others how to live, manage, and flourish while in the flood. It's that standard that will defeat the enemy, not by battle, but by perseverance and faith. It's not about getting out of the flood. It's about not allowing the flood to wash you away. That's the true power of this verse, because it doesn't matter what the enemy throws at us. He cannot defeat us. Here, God has given us more than just the victory in one battle. Here, he gives us the strategy to win the war. It doesn't matter if the enemy comes in like a flood. We will not back down. We will not give up. We will not give in to depression and doubt because we are the standard that God shall lift up over the entropy. When you live by God's standard, the devil can take your stuff because you have learned how to abase and how to abound. When you live by God's standard, friends can walk away from you because the Lord is your comforter and your shield. When you live by God's standard, you can lose your job because some trust in horses and some in chariots, but you trust in the name of the Lord. God has lifted up a standard of prayer. God has lifted up a standard of living. God has lifted up a standard of thinking. We are more than conquerors. We are above and not beneath. We are the head and not the tail. It doesn't matter what the enemy throws at us. I am more than a conqueror. Yes, God has the power to push the flood waters back. But if he does that, the next time the enemy comes, he will have to push him back again and again after that. But with this standard, the flood can come, but we will be able to endure. Again, I stress when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord does not lift up an army against them. He doesn't lift up a warrior against them. He doesn't even say that he would build a dam to stop the flood. What he said is that he will create a standard that his people can live by that will help them to stand, endure, and thrive in the flood. It is not the battle that dictates your outlook, but the standard in which you live. That is why we react differently to the flood in our life. When others get angry, we pray. When others lose hope, we keep the faith because we live by a godly standard. It's the standard that keeps us. It's this standard that holds us up. It's the standard that carries us through the storm. When we trust and live by this standard, the Bible then tells us that the spirit of the Lord will lift us over the chaos. He lifts us over the mess. He lifts us over the ugly. It still goes on, but it's beneath us. People will ask, how are you smiling while all hell is breaking loose in your life? Well, <laughs> that's beneath me. God has given us a standard of living that if we follow and live by this standard, we are able to have joy in the midst of the storm because he lifts us over it. It's beneath us. We can go high when others go low because he lifts us over it. It's beneath us. Right now, more than any other time, we need God to lift us over the flood because, you guessed it, it's beneath us.
Now, as I close, I truly pray that you have enjoyed the message of hope shared here today. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by reaching out to me directly on Twitter at Daryl Ragsdale, or you can reach us on Facebook at the Standard of Hope podcast, or you can email us directly at the Standard of Hope at gmail.com. We really hope to hear from you. We also hope to see you next week uh, as we continue to strive to walk in our extraordinary. And as always, we will end our show with a declaration. I want you to say this with me and I want you to believe it as you say it. I can, I am, and I will. In Jesus' name. God bless you all.